writer's prayer. I am a writer. I've given myself this time to write. This time is sacred. I will not waste it. I will not worry about the quality, worth, or potential audience. I will just write. I will get the words on the page as they come, without judgment, without filter. I will write because I love it, because I have something to say, and because writing heals me. And when the time is up, I will let it go, until I sit down to write again. So, one of the th- one of the goals, one of the, the, the things that I'm doing to follow my dreams is wanting to become a author, a writer, um, a, a fiction writer, specifically. And as a part of the process, I've obviously been writing a lot. Um, but beyond that, I've been doing a lot of study, listening to podcasts and reading a variety of books on the topic. And like anything, there's a, particularly down the artistic path, there's a collection of different advice and ideas that people suggest that you should do to be successful. And the summary is basically write and read as often as possible. But the thing is with writing and reading as often as possible, it's that life gets in the way. And beyond that, what what works for me or what works for one person may not work for other people. So I've been looking deeper into this concept. And some of the advice suggested that certain people work differently. So for me, I found that if I try and write every day, it frustrates me. I can't get into the groove and I just feel like I'm wasting my time because... I'm not really producing anything of worth in those short sessions. But other people can sort of grind away at their creative tasks like that. And I guess with my podcast and with the other stuff that I do online, I sort of do work like that. So it sort of felt like, okay, if I just put my mind to it, if I if I approach writing like I approach exercise and just do it every day over and over and over again, I'll get good. And then I wasn't get, hitting those results. I'll, my creativity dried up. The project lucidity that I was working on sort of just slowed and stopped. And I was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated for multiple reasons. The first one being that I couldn't write anymore. And the second one being that all that time I felt was being wasted when I could be doing things that would be producing value. Value to you, value to me in my personal life, in my work life, anything other than just staring at a screen getting frustrated. And then I was listening to a Brandon Sanderson lecture, and he, he's he's a best-selling author that's wrote written the Mistborn series, and he finished off the Wheel of Time series. Very successful. And he was highlighting how he works day in and day out. But other people are like burst writers or binge writers, and they will find a block of time and just get it all out and then come back to it a little while on, and that works for them. And he was highlighting and sort of doing the maths of, you know, if you do an hour here every day or if you do four hours in one block or basically, you know, work out how you work for yourself. And then this thing just clicked into place for me in in the same way that I suggest people need to work out, you know, the self-care that works for them and and all the different aspects that you need to sort of just figure yourself out, that introspective ability. I realized I needed to apply that to writing. Why would, why would writing be any different for me than any other topic? Why would why would it why would it be held on this weird pedestal? Why would it be something special in the sense that it operates differently? So then I looked back and I'm like, okay, when have I been successful with my writing? 
with my fiction writing, with writing lucidity, I am successful when I block out a three to four hour stint and I just block everything out, no distractions, no interruptions, and I can just have that extended period of time to work. Brandon Sanderson talked about this a bit and he, he was highlighting the fact that, you know, when, when you work in bursts like this, the first hour might be not that productive, but then you get into the groove. In the second hour, you, 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 your work rate's picking up. By the third hour, you're gunning it. You're doing real well. And then that fourth hour sort of tapers down a bit. And then you sort of run out of juice. And I, I almost directly related to that, that, that sort of three to three and a half hour mark worked for me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that some professional authors say you should work on your stuff every day. Others do it this way. Others do it that way. What works for me? So what I realized what worked for me was this burst session. So I'm like, okay, let's look at my week. I work on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I have obligations on the weekend. So when can I do my writing? Tuesday, Tuesday morning. That's the time that I have free, no obligations, nothing. I can just focus on my writing. So then I had this idea of making a, like a loose writers group, a loose support group in which we can all sort of come together and connect with and inspire and push and motivate around writing, around writing, ideally writing fiction, but around writing in general. So so what I did was I've created a group called 1K Tuesday, 1K Tuesday Writers Group. I'll put a link down below so you can access this if you're into writing. And basically the idea will be that I'm going to try and aim to write a thousand words on the Tuesday and just be happy with that. Because the other thing that I was finding was that no matter how much or how little I wrote, I was never happy with it. I always felt like I could do more. And this is a problem that I have. It's like, no matter what I do, it's like, but I could do more, but I could do more. Like I exercise for half an hour, but why not an hour? I write one one poem, why not write another one? I release a Skillshare course, whatever I do, it's like, I feel like I can never be satisfied with the amount of work that I'm putting in. So I'm like, okay, let's just set that arbitrary goal, 1K in, you know, 1K in a Tuesday. And it sort of seemed to fit because that's not too much. It's not, it's not little, but it's a decent chunk, you know, and if, if your book's 30,000 words to to 100,000 words, that, that 1K is going to chip it away. It might take half a year. It might take a year. And, you know, obviously the 1K is a minimum, but if I aim to get that done, that's great. So I'm going to reread the writer's prayer because this is the sort of thing, this is the thing that I, I that, that idea of the 1K Tuesday came to me and then I'm like, okay, well, what, what can I do to sort of foster what I'm after? I, I want to, I want to make sure that that time is sacred. I need to have a saying or a phrase or something that will enable me to be able to write, be able to put in the work and let it go when it, once it's done. And also, and importantly with, with artistic creation, to allow it to suck. You know, when, 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 <laughs> when I'm first writing stuff, it is terrible. And then you review it and review it and review it and it gets better. But the problem with fiction is, is that I'm not that experienced with it. So it all feels very shit. And I'm struggle to see the, the, the end result being good. And what ends up happening is, is I start writing and then I get in my own mind and I stop being able to get the words down on the page and I start sort of thinking and backtracking and then I look up and it's been like, you know, a bunch of time and I've only written one paragraph because I've been questioning it, thinking it too much. Whereas the best writing comes when I just 
push it onto the page and just know that I'll fix it later. So how can I foster that attitude that this time is sacred, that I'm not going to waste it, that I'm not going to worry about it, I'm not going to think about anything, I'm just going to get it out. So then I came up with the idea of the writer's prayer. So I'll read it one more time. And the idea being that what I'm going to do with this is at the start of my Tuesday session and at the end of my Tuesday session, I will recite this to myself. It's just as a way to prime myself to get into it and to prime myself to let go of the session afterwards. Because the other other problem with all of this was it's very easy to just be thinking about this over and over and over again, this, this creative project. For me, it's writing. For me, it's writing lucidity. And it's like just stuck in my mind. And it's not helpful. It's not helpful to the project. It's not helpful to me. So the better approach would be to just write it when I can write it and then let it go when I can let it go. So, the writer's prayer. I'm a writer. I've given myself this time to write. This time is sacred. I will not waste it. I will not worry about the quality, worth, or potential audience. I will just write. I will get the words on the page as they come, without judgment, without filter. I will write it because I love it, because I have something to say, and because writing heals me. And when the time is up, I will let it go, and I'll sit down to write, until I sit down to write again. When the time is up, I will let it go, until I sit down to write again. That last line letting it go is a, is a is a problem that I've had my entire life letting go of things and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a interesting story I years and years ago one of my first tattoos was on my wrist and I'm holding it up to the camera it says let it go now I got this quite some time ago and it was a personal statement for me the idea to remind myself just to let go of things and I was having an operation at one stage, and just as I was about to go under, the anesthesiologist looked at my arm um, and was like, oh, you're a fan of Frozen. And this was when Frozen just came out. And as I'm going under, I'll, you know, I'm like, no, no, I got this before I was... <laughs> I, I got the tattoo prior to Frozen coming out. And since then, it's, you know, particularly with students, they're like, oh, do you like Frozen, sir? I'm like, no, I do not. Frozen's a great movie. I got this tattoo before Frozen, and now it's on my body. This is a warning for you to potentially not get tattoos. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. But the message still holds, and it's obviously fairly similar to the message from the movie. But for me, it's about letting go of these hang-ups of the past, of people spiting me, of, of you know, real or made-up issues that I've got in my head. It's an idea to let go of that and, and, and being able to let go of a project. It's I'm not sure what it is about my mind, but I was talking to my brother recently and he was saying that, you know, when I was young, I had this way of just holding on to grudges. And I don't know, maybe it's from the transience of, 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 of a traumatic past that made me just need to remember stuff to make myself safe. I don't know, but or, you know, remember that certain people are dangerous or that they've got the potential for danger. Not sure. What I do know is that I'm left with this real struggle to let go of stuff. Such a struggle that I'm like, okay, I need to look at this daily on my arm. Looking at my arm and going, okay, let it go. So that's what I sort of put into that last line of the writer's prayer. Interestingly enough, since deciding this, since going, okay, I'm going to let go of, I'm going to, I'm going to designate a time where I can focus exclusively on my writing and then let it go and I don't need to think about it then. 
my mind is freed. And I've written, I've got like, I've got here on the page, on the table, like four to five different, <laughs> different poems that have just come to me every morning. A new poem has come. Some of them are good. Some of them are like, as in some of them are, are positive. Some of them are more that sort of self healing, that therapy approach. And, and if you've been following me on, on social media, you know, I've been struggling recently. This, this is being recorded on the 27th of April, you know, during the middle of the pandemic. And I've had some personal issues. I've been struggling with triggers and not being able to see the psychologist, a variety of different issues. And I've just sort of withdrawn into myself. Um, and, and this morning, my mind's sort of been clearing up in the sense that I've given myself the time for lucidity off to the side just on the Tuesday. And I've given myself time on Saturdays to do my online courses. So I'm sort of like working out my life rather than sort of throwing things haphazardly and doing everything at once because that's just not good for my mental health. Like I said, I have this way of just never feeling like I've done enough. And that means that I can always be working, which means that I never rest. So I've designated my Sunday as a rest day, my Saturday as the Skillshare recording day, and my Tuesday as my writing lucidity day. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm an artistic, creative person, so poems will pop up. The desire to record a podcast like this one will pop up and all of those little things. But I don't sort of put myself on a time frame. They just sort of come, whereas those other tasks I wanted to have time for. And Sunday being a relaxation day has been very useful because it's like, hey, calm down. You need to just relax and just it's okay to just chill. That, in fact, is important. So with all that in mind, I've had different poems come to me and I'm going to slowly release them over time and all of that sort of stuff. But I wanted to relate this one to you because it came to me and it sort of explained my mental state. And maybe, maybe my mental state's a function of being overwhelmed. Maybe it's a function of past trauma. Maybe it's a function of just my inner mental state, my introvertive nature, the, you know, whatever's going on. But I know that when I struggle, I withdraw. And I've been in a very, very, very withdrawn state recently. Um, and given given the 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 block off from the global pandemic, it's sort of perpetuated. But it's sort of been a good thing because I haven't wanted to see people. So, anyway, this poem is called "I Withdraw." I withdraw. Please don't take it personally. It's just what I do to keep myself safe. I want you to understand. The world is too loud. The world is too fast. The world is too big. The world is too confusing. It overwhelms me. The endless conversations, the unclear demands, the double-sided statements, and the hidden intentions. I can't comprehend it all. The unstated norms, the disparate customs, the popular trends, and the social conventions. There's too much pressure, so I withdraw. Hiding inside of myself, seeking a place of solitude, somewhere divorced from reality. I just need time to rest, to heal, to process, and to learn how to function in this world. I withdraw. I, I often find that things get too much. It's like I've got a limited amount of processing power, the limited amount of ability to deal with the world and people and it's like it's like everyone's just always talking and it's like I struggle to see the point it's like what are you trying to tell me what do you want from me where are we going with this what do I need to do to satiate 
the world's demands upon me. Uh, even just saying that, it feels very defensive. I feel very like, like, like back off, like my shield's up. But the thing is, is when I'm in a struggling mental state, that's how I feel. It's like just, what's the bare minimum I can do here to just get everyone to leave me alone? Because I am struggling right now. I, I Whereas at other times, I don't feel like that. I can take action and I enjoy people's company and I, I want more life. And I'm not exactly quite sure why this is why why this 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 happens to me in the sense that uh, sometimes some days some weeks some months i get overwhelmed now currently it makes sense in the sense of we're going through this global issue trauma thing that's impacting the world that that's it makes sense that of course i would be struggling now because it's a mass change that's unexpected and unknown. But the thing is, I know myself and I know the trends that I go through and I know that I started to fall maybe a month before all this started and this sort of just exacerbated it. So I've, I've been feeling quite withdrawn and, and, and the upsetting thing is that I know it impacts people in my life my family members, friends, acquaintances, all you know, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, I, I withdraw and I struggle to express to people why. It's it's you know, in the moment it becomes overwhelming and like I sort of mention it that it's there's this bound feeling, this inability to speak, this 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 issue that I have that's like, hey, I'm struggling right now. And of course the person who cares, who wants to be around me, who wants something from me, whatever it is, the world will respond back and sort of want to draw more information out of me. But the problem is, is when I'm withdrawn or when I'm withdrawing, uh, that just feels like more of an attack because I feel so vulnerable, so so raw, so open that it's like, oh, right now is not a time that I can express it to you, but it's the most important time for me to express it to you in the sense that you need to know because I am withdrawing from you for my obligations from from your love, from the connection, from whatever it is. Now's the time that I need to express it to you, but it's the exact time that I struggle the most to express it to you. So where am I left there? How can I do it? I suppose this poem is is, is part of my answer to that. My hope is that people will see it or read it or understand, or at the very least, I can put it up online. I can be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now, and hopefully they'll understand, because what else can I say? The, the other other thing is, is that it's very easy for people to see me, you know, training martial arts, this is, you know, all things being normal, but you know, training martial arts or exercising or working, and being like, yeah, but you're you're not withdrawn in those instances. How can you work if you're struggling how can you you write poetry if you're struggling how can you do xyz because you know surely if you're struggling it would impact everything and it's it's the hardest thing to explain but it's like yeah i have to work right because if i don't work my family starves right i have to work because that's just what is needed to survive right i have to exercise because that's self-care that keeps me sane so of the limited amount of energy that i have 
it's going into those places. That's where I have to put it. And unfortunately, that means I need to recover after that time. That means I do need to withdraw to deal with that. And, you know, in the ideal world, I quit my job, I withdraw from everything and I emerge a beautiful butterfly in a a week later, right? But that's not how reality works. In the past, when I had full-time work as a teacher, I would take sick days often. So many sick days that I would end up running out of sick pay. Not sick because I was physically vomiting or any of that, but because of my mental state. I just couldn't do it. And I would my pay would have to be cut because I was just couldn't maintain the work. Thankfully, now I've changed my career to something that's more appropriate to my mental state, to hours that are more appropriate with people that are more appropriate. It just works for me. So I'm able to maintain work. It's not easy. It's a stressful job. It has more challenge in it than anything I've ever done. It makes me think and work in ways that are amazingly fun and challenging and exciting, but it's also quite emotionally draining. It takes its toll. But I can work, and I've not had to take a mental health day for like a year and a half, which for me is nothing short of a miracle. But it means those mental health days or it means that comes at a cost to other things. It means I need to withdraw and recover. Why do I need to work? To support the family, right? So we're seeing the balance here. So when I talk about withdrawing, when I talk about this sort of stuff, this is this is where I'm coming from. Now let's pull all of this back and relate it to the writing group and relate it to me sort of working out my structure. Listening to the Brandon Sanderson thing highlighted the the idea that, okay, maybe I write differently. Maybe my way of writing is different to how he writes, and he freely acknowledges that. But maybe it's different to how every other writer writes. See, the thing is, I already knew this. I already knew this, having read books like Daily Rituals. And that book covers a whole variety of different artists of how they work, and it's clear that they're all different. But there's this sort of self-doubt thing. It's like, yeah, but... Surely all of these super successful people know something that I don't. So then you sort of follow their advice and you realize it doesn't quite work for you. You have to work out your own. So him highlighting the idea that potentially I could be a burst writer. Potentially Tuesdays is just the day for me. Cool. Okay. That's going to be my writing day. Then, okay, well, when am I going to do my Skillshare courses? That I want to, I want to do one per week, either the Skillshare courses or the 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 bonus courses on my website and maybe in the next podcast I'll update you guys about a bit more about the bonus the bonus courses that can't go on Skillshare <laughs> um but, but I want to do one of those video courses once per week okay when can I slot those in let's burst that as well all right and then I need a rest day because if I don't schedule a rest day I will just grind myself into the dirt okay that can be Sunday so now I've set that up I'm aware of myself. I know that in the mornings I'm far more creative and at nights I can do sort of the the drudgery, the editing, the uploading, all of that sort of stuff. Brandon Sanderson's got a podcast called Writing Excuses. I'll put a link down to all of this stuff in in the show notes, but on Writing Excuses, one of the other co-hosts, his name's Howard, and he says that smart Howard does certain things and then dumb Howard does the other stuff. And dumb Howard's basically him after a work day. He can do certain tasks that... Uh, you not fully need to be fully there for. When can I do those tasks? When can dumb Zach work? Well, he can do stuff at night. He can he can do the editing at stuff 
on the Tuesday night or the Saturday night or other times when I've got a bit of free time, that's when I can do that. So it's basically sort of working out when I can slot things in. Working out a schedule and an idea for me, the way that I can work and operate, has enabled me to step back and look at everything that I'm doing and have some mental space. Having that mental space has given me the clarity and the ability to write a bunch more poetry that's just pouring out of me every day now. And to be able to, to, to step back and detach and to see myself, to, 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 to recognize and to be able to hopefully explain this concept of my own withdrawal. Because no one else is going to be able to explain why I'm doing things other than myself. I've always been looking for someone to, 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 to sort of, you know, be my parent, for lack of a better expression, hold my hand and explain to the world, this is why Zach's the way he is. This is why he does this. That person doesn't exist. It has to be me. And before I can explain it to other people, I need to work it out myself. How can I work it out myself? By giving myself time. Slotting in things to understand myself. It's this self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-awareness is key. So, with all of that in mind, I will put a link to the Facebook Writer Support Group. If you are looking at writing, if you are a writer, if you want to connect with and have sort of a loose writers group where we can start chatting this this project might fizzle it might evolve into something great who knows i'll put the link down down below i'm not going to invite anyone anyone to it unless like you know unless you're an actual actually wanting to write you're more than welcome so come and join um let's encourage each other 1k tuesday's writers group link down below if you want to read the writer's prayer or the poem i withdraw i'll put links down to those below as well and you can check them out in written form and you can see how pretty they look when they're all nice and um, fancied up, not just read by me. And the only other thing is if you like this, if you've liked this podcast, please spend that 30 seconds to just give it a quick review. Give it the five stars. Tell me I'm awesome or that I suck or whatever you want to say. And 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 basically just just help me spread the word. Help, help, help. Um, connect me to more people that would appreciate the message if you know someone that would like that would appreciate this this podcast send them a link or send them a link to any of the poems that i've put up but like putting up the um review and you know rating it and all that sort of stuff builds its profile and lets the the algorithms the the social algorithms the podcast algorithms show my podcast to more people and that way by reviewing it by saying that you like it, it'll get more people involved and it'll be helping people in that way too that it's helped you. So if that's the case, 30 seconds, that's all I ask. Cheers. Cheers.